Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the Let's Do the Right Thing podcast, curated and presented by Adam Hopkinson. Hello and welcome to the LDTRT podcast, a podcast helping you see where industry leaders, legends and entrepreneurs have started with a new direction and indeed done the right thing along the way. Today I'll be talking with Nick Weatherall and asking specifically about a journey to date and what the best and worst things have been about it. Nick, I also want to hear about what you're setting your sights on now and what problem you are setting out to solve in the world. I'm Adam Hopkinson, the host of this podcast and the founder of LDTRT, Let's Do the Right Thing. For those of you who don't know us, we are a specialist consultancy set to transform business by delivering best practice and excellence in the world of digital media. We also have a passion for blockchain. I have a couple of thanks to give straight off the bat. It's been a delight working with RadioWorks to get this project off the ground and running, and it wouldn't have happened without them. So I also have to thank James Carey for the music. My brief of making it sound like Pantera was wisely worked around. Of course, thanks to Nick, who's taken time out to support this idea and give up his time. Thank you very much. Today I'll be talking with Nick Weatherall, who is perhaps best known as the founder of Digital Fuse, a digital sub-consultancy set to enable publishers and content owners to take higher yields out of their inventory. Leading the charge also with very interesting tech developments in telecoms and, well, for now, let's just say a supporter of LDTRT. It's a pleasure to have you today, Nick. Thanks for coming along. No, thank you. Uh, excellent. Um, I suspect this will tangent and wander around, um, but perhaps we can start with Digital Fuse. Um, you've been publisher and content creator side for a long time how did you see the space evolving into the point that you saw a space for you to launch on your own yeah well um firstly thanks very much for for having me here today it's a um, pleasure. It, it was really uh, it was really born out of frustration from uh, uh from from our perspective the the market was uh developing to such a space where we felt there was a lack of transparency from a publisher perspective, uh, and also from a um, from an agency perspective, in terms of what they were getting, what clients were getting, um, and we just felt that um, by actually stripping it back to the to to what it effectively is, um, and uh, and what what clients and agencies could actually engage with, um, would give them uh, a better understanding of the of the marketplace and the and the space they're in, which obviously would then give them uh, get a, a better better yields and better returns on their uh, on their investment. How's it going? Yeah, very well. You know, obviously it's 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 still early days, and uh, we, we you know we're working uh, working very hard to 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 put our name forward and and put our stamp on the on the market as such. But uh, you know, people are listening to what we've got to say. What? Pe- <laughs> oh, first yeah. joke of the day. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, 
yeah so so we are uh, uh, we are standing by what we believe in um, and uh, and that's what we're taking to market so what what planets did you need aligning for you to make the leap you saw the frustration you saw a lack of transparency etc but what was the catalyst what made you think right now's my time um i think really when we started talking to publishers and uh and uh, clients and agencies sort of off the record as such um and they were sort of saying back to us what we were seeing as 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 our frustrations they were seeing it as their frustrations as well um i think from that point we we realized we were on the right lines we realized we were, we we had an idea um and then it was really down to that sort of leap of faith um and and getting your first client is always a always a a, a positive a positive uh, step forward um and then once you've got that first client it's about how you then then put into practice what you've been talking about um, because talk is cheap and uh, it's, it's about them making those, uh, those practical steps forward, really. Uh, how is it growing? I mean, it was you, you and your co-founder to start with. Yes, myself and Rob Lee. Yep. Uh, so, we, uh, so, so we work very much uh, together on, on all, all, uh, all projects and campaigns. Um, we're able to offer the, you know, the, the, the full insight from, uh, from, from both our knowledge pools, really. And I think it will again change the way that the, the market engages with the consumer because that's the that's the bottom line really. That's what everyone's trying to do. Are you talking about the content market or the ad market? Um, talking about the ad market really. The content's already there, um, but the uh, but the piece of tech that we have actually allows you to communicate direct to the consumer, so you don't have to go via the publisher via the domain. Um, and it's quite interesting when you talk to people about what we can do people have got to be terrified right once they've it, it's that real it, it's uh it's an interesting conversation um and one where people really do try and pick fault at it and pick holes in it and say it's like such and such um and when they actually realize what it does and what it can do it is that real head in hands moment and yes then the terror sort of comes across their face um it's it is really advertising its purest form rather than Rather than um, uh, looking at a content that your 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 uh, um, end user might be interested in because of a demographic um, uh, piece that you, you know that they they've developed a piece of reader survey or or, or uh, um, uh, third party data, um, what it actually does is it it looks at the the first party data of the audience via the via the telco and allows you to deliver direct to that audience. Will it encourage people to? make their advertising more user relevant then um i think long term yes it's going to have the ability to uh you know this is like first first reiteration of the uh, of the software itself of the tech itself so um even even the tech itself's got limitations as it, as it stands but if you look at the opportunities in terms of what it what it sees um, really, in terms of the end user, then the opportunities can be uh, can be can be quite scary. How is it being adopted? Are people after they've got their head in hands moment? Is there, is there, yeah. an, is there an IO? Yeah, people. Are getting... uh, yeah, people are. Amazing. People are really. You know, people are very eager to have conversations. People want to talk about what it can do and how they can how they can engage in. It. I think it's really refreshing, actually. Right, you know, once you you know once you talk about the fear. And uh, and you pass that point. It's really refreshing when you talk to a uh, a client or an agency when they 
when they sort of, you can see the shackles come off and they really want to talk to you about, right, okay, can I do this? How can I do that? And it's, it's from their perspective, you can see their, um, their want to, 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 you know, to do the right thing, uh, for the want of a better word. Um, no, so this is all good, thank you. <laughs> all plugs are taken. Um, but, uh, we it, love digital fuse. <laughs> but it, it's really nice and refreshing to see them then start thinking about how they want to consume, uh, to, to communicate with that consumer rather than being um, restricted into um, what they're offered or, what, or, or, or what's available to talk to an audience that might have that consumer within it. Um, when you consider that and the rest of the work that you're doing at Digital Fuse, how do you value your proposition? Do you, do you work on a time-based materials mechanic or are you outcome-based or is it, uh, how, how do you position yourself? Uh, we, try and, uh, we try and put ourselves in a position where um, it's, it's payment by results, effectively. You know, we, we stand by our knowledge, we stand by what we can do, we stand by how we do it. Um, we uh, trust our, um, uh, we trust that way that we can that we that we go to market, and we trust the way that we have the ability to communicate people, and they they sort of listen to what we've got to say. Um, so really, it's it's very sort of um, it, it it's like it, it, we we like to sort of show as a, as as being an extension of a of a of a publisher or of a, of a, of a or even of a client of an agency. So we obviously you know try and work on both both sides of the scale really you know if you've got a if we're working to a brief or we're working to a um, uh, an opportunity we will give it the same kind of um, overview and uh, due diligence of whether we were the other side from a publisher's perspective taking their real estate to market as well so you know from from both sides of the of the fence we um uh we we, we yeah we, we stand by what we can deliver really and that's that's how we um that's how we work with with clients and agencies i'm hoping that we're going to be able to edit adamant into the background there and stand and deliver said in the same sentence so <laughs> Yeah, this is great. <laughs> this is radio, so you obviously can't see Nick's face scowling at me, going, enough of the crap jokes now. <laughs> um, having spent time at publishers and as a technology wizard in between, wh where do you see things going next for you and for Digital Fuse? Um, well, if you, uh, if you sort of look at the market um, and you look at the way... Um, if you take away sort of the ad tech space, because the you know that the, from an ad tech perspective, you, things can change on a um, on a daily basis, um, on, a, or on a on a regular basis anyway, um, in terms of being able to um, to communicate direct to those audiences. But if you actually look at from a um, if you look at it from an audience perspective, it's really about learning how we can communicate direct to that audience. They are they you know they. They are the ones that are going to make it. They are the ones that make a decision on what they watch, when, where, or what they consume. Um, so if you look at the kind of streaming services, uh, so if you look at if you if you look at sort of how Netflix have um, done so well in the uh, um, uh, in the in in that space, um, and and obviously Amazon and and, and everyone else within those the, those those the streaming services, you can really see how those markets have evolved and grown because it's more about an audience saying yes i want to watch that now rather than a service going at this time this is what you're going to watch um now the, the other side to that really is the live streaming side of it and and how that will actually evolve and and go forward because i don't really think live streaming is 
and uh, been able to get to a point where it's grown such a um, uh, a critical mass where it's uh, it's got to a point where it's it's sort of made that step uh, made that step into the next realm. But I think from a um, from a development perspective, I think that could be the the next big thing really, where where live streaming gets to a point where um, you're going to get numbers where you would would be expecting. Um, uh, uh, TV download or TV, you know, streaming downloads or, or streaming viewings, where you, where you'll get live streaming viewings as well, and then maybe even into a place where you're getting contextually relevant ads inserted into live streams. Yeah, so um, the tech system that we're working with can actually, if it, if it controls the content, it can actually deliver into the live stream as well. Amazing. Uh, if you speak about live stream gaming. Um, obviously from from our backgrounds where if you look at that sort of side of things if you deliver the if you own the content and you you own the content into that space then you're able to deliver a message into that content as it goes out into that space so real-time real-time bets or real-time live odds could be delivered into a um, into a football game for argument's sake if it's a live stream I'm I'm glad you said football then because I was about to ask are people actually betting in real time on on esports gaming yet is that I have heard of it I haven't seen it but I have heard of it excellent another avenue for me to lose my money in amazing (laughs) yeah Adam's going to lose a life in Jet Set Willie any minute now yes there we go Um, was it always deliberate pathway that you you are now on? Um, obviously, you've always been on your pathway, but was it, did you was it always a plan for you to launch your own agency, your own business? Um, no, probably about three or four years ago was the first uh, first thought around it, um, uh, and then uh, going on from there, you know, the the meeting with Rob and, and sitting there with Rob and and. and just the two of us talking together about the where we can see a business going or how we could see a business being structured um that was really where it got formulated and 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 sort of the idea and then everything grew from there how did you meet rob uh through zooming through my last company so uh we were just you know just as you do you know talking through different things and and you know had a had a uh, a realization of, of frustration in, in in different areas of of what we saw within the marketplace and what we saw in in terms of uh, um, uh, pressure points from both publishers and and uh, and agencies and clients and we thought we could deliver a, a solution in there. What surprised you most about the journey, having uh, launched on your own? Um, how you have to stop saying yes. Oh, it's driving nuts, isn't it? To, um, say yes to everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there there is a there is a point where you start and you say yes to everything, mm-hmm. and then you just have to you have to after realization you have to just start saying no to people. It's one of the hardest things to say in terms of because you can see where you can add value, but you haven't got the bandwidth to do that. Absolutely, and it, it's a frustration that I have about um, the amount of getting the balance right between business development and business delivery. Yeah. Because if, if, you, if you said, yeah, and you go in and you're talking to everybody, then suddenly you've got a problem. And it's a nice problem to have, but delivering upon all the promises that you've made. Yeah. Yeah. You feel, you know, you feel for when you start out, you can just say, yeah, you, you, you just feel that, yeah, there's 24 hours in a day, I can do anything I want, I can do everything I need to do. And then that, <laughs> then you just in a point where you think I'm actually getting nothing done. Yeah, indeed. What have you enjoyed most about it? What, what's been the, the the oddest thing that you that you've done that you really got pleasure out of? I'll, t- I'll tell you what mine was to maybe give you a bit of a reference. That uh, I loved going to pick up my stationery. I felt like I was completely grown up, having business cards, having letterheads, having you know envelopes with my logo, my name, everything printed on them. I thought that was fantastic. 
Um, I think from my my point is that is from uh, it is it is sort of um, moving on from that grown up side of things, but it's more about the flexibility it gives you. You know, it's it, it is your business, it's your baby at the end of the day. Um, so if you want to um, go and pick the kids up, you know, it's little things like that. You know, if you wanted to do that, you could do. Um, and it's just the, the surprise on their face that you'll. Um, you know, you're, that, that you wouldn't be able to get if you were in that, that corporate nine to five sort of side of things. But then you go home and then you'll work until eight, nine, ten o'clock at night mm. because, that, that, you know, it, you you realise you've got that, that, that buzz again from your family uh, and yeah. your family life and you're able to move on from it. So um, I think that's 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 it from my side of things. So, you know the things like the website are going live and uh, um, uh, and and signing your new first piece of business. Yeah. They were, they're great. They're big wins. Yeah, great great things. But then yeah. you can do you know you can do those if you're in a in a corporate or not. But it's just those that flexibility was the real um, real thing for me where you can really plan your day out and if you need to do something in the morning, go and do it. You know, I'm going to ask someone if you can have an extra couple of hours or whatever, or have a day off work. You can, you can work that into uh, what you need to do. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. How are your crew supporting you at home? They're liking their, their daddy's around a bit more? Um... No, they're all going off and doing their own thing. They, they couldn't really care. They're too Excellent. busy. In, they're too busy on TikTok or whatever. They're you know whatever content platform they're on at the moment. Um, I've got the oldest one doing driving lessons, and he thinks he can. Uh, he, he's now picking me up on bad driving tips when uh, when I'm driving. Wow, so, is he picking you up from the pub though? No, not yet. He's not. He's no. He's, he's not that. So he's done three. Le- he's, he's 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 had three lessons. Um, and if you listen to him, you you'd think that he's got thirty years of driving experience underneath him. <laughs> Whereas uh, no, that is the. I mean, that is the the, the pinnacle. That is the you know the, the where I'd like it to be. Where I'm phoning him and he can pick me up. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we all want, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you you went out on your own and you, you set up a business that's already keeping you out of trouble, which is great uh, for me. Selfishly, as I'm very hungry for advice from others who are doing the same thing, and maybe for people listening who may be considering out going out on their own. 
what key piece of insight or advice would you give and maybe what else would you have liked to have heard along the way? Um, I think really, uh, if you look at the market, the market's really fragmented at the minute um, in terms of there's so much out there in terms of what uh, clients and agencies can do. You can get focusing too much maybe on one thing or, 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 or nothing at all, really. So I think from an advice perspective, you know, going back to what we talked about a minute ago, really understanding what your proposition is um, if you have a passion for that proposition or if you feel there is a need for that proposition then you're probably right if uh, if if you think that there is a need for that in the marketplace then then don't let anyone else talk you out of it really uh, it, this is something that you know like I said before this is something that I'd wish I'd done three years ago when I first thought of it um, and it took me to a point where I mean I'm quite lucky that I've got somebody else to bounce the ideas off off of um obviously that's outside of a of a, of a network of uh, people that I've known for years but really if you've got if you think that what you're saying is right and you think that there is a need for it in the market then you probably are right believe in yourself hmm. is there a mantra that you've lived by is a dna so no. something no 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 just <laughs> okay I so mean, when we talk again it'll be different or there's got to be a core thing that's driven you to do this um not really from a from a work perspective from a personal perspective i i have a i mean i have a mantra in terms of i, I treat others the way I, I want to be treated and that's that's it really um and you can go a long way on that you know you can have people will have conversations with you people will be open and talk to you and and share their fears and worries and at that point then you're in a you're you're having a conversation so uh i think that's really the from a personal perspective where i put myself would you advise other people to take the leap believe in yourself yeah Good. yeah most definitely i mean what's the worst that'll happen you know. Well, actually, that, that's a really good question because, you know, the, the worst that will happen in your head is that everything in the world will go wrong and you'll lose it all and it'll be a nightmare and you'll never get anything done. What, what I found was the um, you learn very quickly that that's wrong. There's an awful lot more support out there for you than you think there was going to be. You've got an awful lot more people who are interested in what you're doing than you thought. So many surprises coming out of the woodwork of ideas and advice, etc. You're quite right. You know, what is the worst that can go wrong? When you really think about it, I don't think it's that much of a risk. The worst that could go wrong is you're successful. You know that is the that's, that's probably the worst thing that can happen. The, 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 and every turn you're you're going to learn and you're going to you know you're going to um, it makes you a better person. It makes you understand the market a little bit a little bit more, a little bit better. Um, and uh, I think really it's it, 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 there is no downside to it. Um, you know if you do it six months down the line, you know you can you could go and get another job. Yeah. You, you know you can the world will still keep turning. Um, you know, people are still still need your services, and and you'll probably be a better person from six months of trying to do it yourself than six months sat in a job where, you know, you're doing the same thing every day, and you're not really getting exposed to to things that you want to be uh, uh, want to be exposed to or exposed to. Yeah, you're getting like six years of experience in six months. Yeah, of many different things. Yeah. You've got to figure out how it works. Yeah, the thing that I like as well is that you you have to back yourself. Um, and realising that and knowing that it's all down to you, you've got to deliver on this and you've got to make it work and you've got to raise the invoice and you've got to get paid and you've got to chase it, etc. I really like that. I'm a bit of a control freak. I hope I learn to uh, to devolve some of that at some point, but it's quite good to do it. I think they're the, they're the little things that people worry about 
the the invoicing and the chasing payment they're the little things that people really they're the things that people worry about and other people they're the things that will stop people doing it the actual idea and the the, uh, the belief they have in themselves that's the easy bit um but those those little bits the grown-up bits really are the uh are the ones that people think oh you know i've got to do that i've got to do this i've got to, got to register the company i've got to become that you know all those kind of grown-up i loved bits. all that <laughs> I, I got my vat number and i was like wow so i like, was super excited yeah just me then <laughs> yeah yeah all right <laughs> on that note uh nick thank you Pleasure as always. Um, I'm glad to see that it's working out really well. I look forward to watching your journey and talking to you in due course, maybe over a beer next time. But for now, thank you very much for coming in. Appreciate it. That's fine. Thank you. To hear more, subscribe to the show. And why not leave us a nice review while you're there, as it helps others find us. Let's Do the Right Thing was devised and presented by Adam Hopkinson and was a Maple Street Creative production. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.